This is WJXCLP, Jackson, Mississippi Catholic Radio, 107.9 FM, your home for Bruin Sports Radio coverage of St. Joe Bruin Football, Bruin Basketball, and the Bruin Buzz Live every Friday evening and Monday morning. The Bruin Buzz Live is underwritten by C Spire, Clements Realty, Brown Bodling Group, Bell Brothers Incorporated Heating and AC Specialist, Bobby Moorhead Attorney, and the St. Joseph Booster Club. Hello everybody, this is the Bruin Buzz Live, a 30-minute interview show airing every week on Friday at 5 p.m. and repeating Monday morning at 7.30. I'm your host, Jack Clements, and this week I'm joined by St. Joe Jr., Clay Blanchard. Clay is the assistant editor for the Shield Yearbook, and she's also the assistant director for the Bruinthon Committee here at the Joe. We'll be talking about all that and more. Before we get into the interview, here are a few headlines topping Bruin News Now news this week. First of all, the ICE illegal immigration raid a few weeks ago has hurt many people in the Hispanic community particularly hard. Consequently, Sacred Heart Catholic Church has seen its food pantry drop to alarmingly low levels. Since then, volunteers have been working hard to assist the victims of the raid and their families by organizing a sort of outreach center where they can receive food, after-school child care, and tutoring. But Sacred Heart needs your help to replenish these food stores. Next up, St. Joe hosted its first ever luncheon at St. Richard Catholic Church for parents of 6th graders who will be looking for a new school once they graduate in the spring. Principal Dina Kinsey, along with several other teachers, staff members, and student leaders attended the event Wednesday and talked one-on-one with the parents about what we offer here at St. Joe. A similar luncheon is set for next Wednesday at St. Anthony Catholic School. And ladies and gentlemen, today marks the end of the first quarter. We're a fourth of the way done with the year already. We'll pick up with the second quarter on Tuesday after Columbus Day. And of course, first quarter report cards are expected to be available online by Friday, October 18th, which is the same day as the Powder Puff game. It's time for seniors to start planning graduation. Seniors met in the Fine Arts Theater Wednesday to discuss all the items they will need for their graduation ceremony. Robes, cords, hats, and the like. They'll place orders for these articles next Wednesday in the cafeteria. As seniors plan to graduate and leave St. Joe in the spring, current 6th graders are planning their arrival as a Bruin. St. Joe sponsored its 5th and 6th grade tent party Thursday night at the Bruin vs. Pisgah football game. The party gave them a taste of what it's like to be part of the Bruin family and to be a Bruin. Seventh graders went on their first retreat at St. Francis Catholic Church. They played games, heard talks, and grew closer to each other and to God during the course of the day. The next retreat is the eighth grade retreat, set for Wednesday, November 13th. All other grades, except for seniors, will have their retreat next semester. Several St. Joe Juniors are also going on a retreat this weekend. They will head to Clinton for a confirmation retreat with Father Nick Adam. The retreat will will prepare them to become adults in the Catholic Church and to take responsibility for their faith. On Friday, October 18th, 
seniors, and several senior parents will head to the Carmelite Monastery in Jackson for St. Joe's Senior Service Day. Students will be fixing up and beautifying the monastery, and lunch will be provided. This is a great way to aid the community and support religious orders in our Catholic faith. And also on Friday, October 18th, which is an open week for St. Joe football, juniors will host a Powder Puff football tournament as a fundraiser for prom. Any girls interested in playing must pay $5, and boys who want to be cheerleaders or spirit steppers will pay $3 to participate. General admission to the game is $5, and concessions will be served. And that is it for your Bruin News Now news update for Friday, October 11th. And now, without further ado, let's get into the interview with Clay Blanchard. Welcome to the Bruin Buzz Live. Once again, I'm your host, Jack Clements, and this week I'm joined by Martha Clay Blanchard. Um, oh, you had to use my full name. <laughs> I did. I just think it's a little bit more fun. So, Clay is the uh, assistant director on the Bruinathon Committee. You're the also the assistant editor for the, uh, year, the Shield yearbook, correct? Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, you're... Just all around. So, first of all, let's talk about Bruinthon. Okay. So, this is... Well, let's talk about what Bruinthon is, actually. This is your second year on the committee. So, why don't you just tell us a little bit about what it is. Okay. So, Bruinthon is an all-year fundraiser done by students at St. Joe from the 10th grade to the 12th grade. And all the money that we raise throughout the year goes to Blair E. Batson's Children's Hospital. And we have a big um, dance marathon at the end of the year. Um, for it, It's like a fundraiser, but it's also a celebration of all the money we've raised throughout the year. And it's really fun. And it's, in, it's on May 1st this year. Now, a committee plans this event. And so what you, what, how did you become the assistant director? Well, last year I was the public regulation, re, not regulations, public relations um like manager for Bruinthon so I ran all the social media by myself and I really really loved it and so I was like okay I'm gonna do the committee again next year and when I went in for my interview I told them that I was interested in the assistant director position which leads into the official director my senior year and um, they chose me. And see that is one thing I don't think people really understand is that, one, this is an all-year fundraiser. Yeah. And, two, it's entirely planned out by students. Yes. And the, this committee, I'm actually on the committee as well this year. I, I know, it's your first year. i sponsorship, so just calling and asking for money. <laughs> just <laughs> kidding. But, um, so that's one thing. I didn't realize how much work got it, went into it until I was on the committee. Yeah, it's a lot harder than... People so, will make it out to be. Like, we, we've we started talking about stuff that I didn't even know was Bruinthon. Like, all, a lot of the fundraisers throughout the year, like No Shave November. Um, right now we're doing a paper chain fundraiser. Um, we've raised over $1,000 so far, and our fundraiser isn't even over yet. And that's the first one of the year. Yeah. So, I mean, this is this is definitely a big event. And all the money, I don't know if you mentioned this earlier, goes towards uh, Bats and Children Hospital. Yeah. Just to... Uh, you know, help the kids. It's all for the kids. So, um, if anyone would like to donate, you definitely can. Um, yeah. But, so Clay, let's talk a little bit about, you know, what you love about the committee. Because you've done it two years in a row. Yeah. What, what really made it exciting to you? So, I 
first of all, was very interested in Bruinthon, like my first year at St. Joe in the seventh grade. I loved the event. I thought it was so much fun. And I was actually already like kind of thinking about the committee at that point because I really looked up to everything that they did. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, I think I want to do that when I'm in the 10th grade. So I did it and, you know, it was just one of the most amazing things I've ever done. It was so amazing to just be part of something that could bless so many families in different ways. And of course I was just like, I have to do this again because it, it's so much fun. You just, you loved it so much. Yeah. So what is one thing like your greatest, your, you know, your greatest moment from last year on the uh, committee? Greatest moment? Honestly, I mean, it sounds cheesy, but I loved, loved, loved the event because like seeing everything that we had been planning for almost a whole year, it all came to life that night and it was like an overwhelming feeling of like accomplishment and gratitude and just like this is it's all all the work that we put in is worth it i imagine you get some sort of like the wow i did this kind yeah of feeling yeah so um this year the event is set the date is set we just we have a theme picked out but it's a secret yeah this so, is i think this is the first year we're keeping the theme a secret so if you want to know what the theme is for the event, you're going to have to come to the event. Mm -hmm. And it's open to a St. Joe students, grades 7 through 12. Yeah. Um, but there are visiting hours during the event. Usually they are, um, it's just 7 to 8, so everybody can come out and see the event. Um, whether you're from a different school or you're a parent or you're coming to donate or just see what it's about, um, usually we'll have visiting hours. And it's going to be super exciting. Uh, students will be on their feet for eight hours. eight hours or 12 yeah. hours. Eight hours? Eight. I couldn't remember. But, yeah, which is a crazy long time. Um, I've attended the event twice. Yeah, twice. And it, it, it's kind of exhausting. But, I mean, it's, it's worth it. Your you, feet will hurt the next day. But, you know, you, it's all for the kids. You, yeah, you had to even attend. You have to raise, I think, $100. Mm -hmm. And then um, so you've already... That's a minimum, so everyone that attends, that's $100 ahead for mm -hmm. going towards the kids, which is just amazing. I mean, it's incredible. It really is. Um, trying to uh, raise more money than last year, which is always the goal. Yeah, I think last year we raised over $13,000. That's right. So, you know, I've talked to, I've talked to my uh, spo sponsorship partner. We're going to try and get at least uh, 5000 from just sponsorship. That would be which amazing. Which would be great. And another thing about Blair Batson is the patients don't have to pay anything at all. Um, the hospital takes care of everything for them. So Blair Batson, I know they sometimes can rely on fundraisers because they want to make sure that everybody is able to, you know, get surgeries or just any, like, it offsets medical costs right because the, the money does have to come from somewhere even yeah. though it's not necessarily um coming from the families of the patients mm -hmm. so yeah i think and that's one thing that kind of puts the event in perspective is that you know we're able to and it's i mean essentially just pay for um medical bills for these families that you know may otherwise not be able to pay yeah and some of them have had children in the hospital for a very long time, and it all adds up. So, I mean, anything we can do to help the hospital 
is in turn helping the families and helping the kids. And I think that is, you know, really like the best part about being on the committee. Yeah, it definitely is because you know that you're helping out these families and these kids and, you know, it makes all the work worth it, but it also just makes you like feel like you're changing people's lives in a way. That's right. So, I mean, Clay, let's go back to your position as assistant director. What do you think that you bring to the table as Me? assistant director? Yeah, I mean you you're you're the number two in charge, <laughs> so I mean you gotta you gotta um, bring something special. Okay, well I've been at St. Joe since my seventh grade year, and before that I went to St. Anthony, and I love 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 St. Joe. I love everything about it. Um, I've got a lot of spirit for the school, and you know I just feel like. I can be a great leader because I'm involved with a lot of other things at the school, so I have experience and I kind of know my ins and outs of St. Joe. Like, I know a lot of people, and, you know, so, it's fun uh, to be so, in I mean, charge. You, you're, it is fun to be in charge, but, yeah. I mean, when you say that your your connection to the school, I mean, you're, you could say, I mean, you're, you're pretty, like, I don't know. I, I don't feel know very I'm, involved. You're very involved. You're very emotionally invested in the school. Like, you mm -hmm. love the school. Yeah. So you think that being able to give back through the school is what makes it, you know, worthwhile for yes. you? Yes. Yeah. That's, that's kind of why I joined the um, the committee, too. I'm on the retreat team, and I love that. Uh, just helping the uh, – or leading the retreats to help the younger kids grow closer to God and to each other. Yeah. And I regret not doing the committee last year. Because you had tried to get me to interview. Yeah, I did. And, like, I signed up. I was on the list. And then I decided that I had a lot going on, and I probably wouldn't be able to put forth, you know, as All much effort as I needed to. Yeah. Just I was taking some hard classes, especially math. Yeah. But, um, last year, I feel like, is when I started really getting invested in the school. Last year was my first year on yearbook also. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm really glad I did it this year. And I, mean, I, I feel what you're feeling. I mean, it, it's a big deal when you know that you're really making a difference when you see, uh, you know, especially the sophomore class with their paper chain that's like 300 feet long. Yeah, I think sophomore class alone, I think, has raised over $400. Right. And so, I mean, what, what we're talking about with these paper chains is we did a fundraiser. And so for a dollar, you get four strips of four strips of paper and you link them together and make a chain and each class does this, and the class with the longest chain wins. They get a free dress day, and then there's second and third place prizes, like wear whatever sweatshirt you want, wear whatever t-shirt and socks you want. I think the second place prizes, you wear a t-shirt with uniform bottoms and a non-St. Joe jacket and socks, and then third place is you wear a t-shirt with uniform bottoms. Right, so I mean... They are they're raising money for a prize, but just to think that they've already raised over a thousand dollars is crazy. And that's just our first fundraiser. Yeah, I think we have a week left. We have a week left of this one, and then No Shave November starts um, in November in twenty <laughs> days, and that is my favorite fundraiser of the year. Yeah, you always participate in that. Um, so that's always fun. That'll probably raise a good bit of money. Yeah, and then. Yeah, we just do stuff all year long. Yeah, I think we're... Um, I think a lot of people think... Wouldn't you say a lot of people think it's just the event? Yeah, people... Um, I think they forget about all the different fundraisers that we do other than, like, No Shave November 
and in January the girls can wear boots like Uggs or whatever. That's what I couldn't remember what mm-hmm. that thunder is. I think was. that they forget that so many other things like the paper chain and sometimes we do pajama days and profit shares at restaurants. Like they forget about all those things because they don't last a whole month like these other fundraisers do. Um and see like before last year really and like especially before I was on the committee I knew that they were saying, oh, Bruinthon is taking up money for this and that. They're yeah. doing this fundraiser. But I never really knew that it, it – I didn't make the connection that it was all going yeah. towards the same place and that it was a really a year-long um, fundraiser. I really yeah. thought it was just the event. I mean, we're meeting at lunch like every single Wednesday talking about all of our fundraisers and our sponsors and how we can prepare for the event. Like, there's really a lot of work in it. But, I mean, it's just so worth it. Like, if y'all are going into 10th grade or 11th grade or 12th grade or whatever, y'all need to come out and do the committee because it's amazing. Y'all definitely do. And even if you are not a part of the St. Joe family, if you're just, you know, friends of St. Joe or even just uh, listeners in the community, you can definitely contact the school if you would like to uh, donate to this cause because, you know, like we said, all the money goes towards the kids. It's all for their their benefit for the benefit of the hospital which just does so many great things clay is just involved in everything here at saint joe so now we're going to talk about what it means to be assistant editor for the shield yearbook that's right so i mean what does that like what is assistant editor okay so assistant editor of the shield yearbook usually means that you are going to be official editor your senior year so Right now, Anna Chris Nicholas is our official editor, and I was chosen this year to be assistant editor. And so once she graduates, I'm going to be the official editor, and me and our advisor, Mr. Casarino, will pick the next assistant editor, and it'll just keep going on and on and on. So what do you do as assistant editor? So as assistant editor, you're basically training to become editor, and what all that means is you are helping all of the returning students and the new students on the staff um, produce excellent pages for the yearbook, make sure they meet their deadlines, make sure everything is um, spelled correctly on their page, all the spacing is right. Like, you have to make sure everybody is doing their job um, and getting everything in on time because what people don't realize about yearbook is it also is all year long and, um, you know, we're always building pages right after the event happens. So with these pages, like when you say building a page, what all goes into like putting together just one page of the yearbook? So it takes a pretty long time because you have to be very meticulous and a little bit OCD with it. Um, So I just made the homecoming court page because um, we just had homecoming and with building a page, you, like I said, you have to be very, you have to pay lots of attention to detail. Every picture has to be um, like a certain space away from each other and from the middle of the page and the end of the page. Everything has to be spelled correctly, like when you're identifying people or if you have a story on your page. You have to come up with a catchy headline, which is like a title. Um, you have to make sure all your pictures are. Um, high resolution and not pixelized Um, you know it's a lot harder than people think um, which you know the new students are 
figuring that out right now, but I think everybody's having a good time. That's good. So, I mean, y'all design the pages, but there's like, how many, there's like 10 of y'all who are on the staff. I think a little bit more this year. I maybe, think we have 12. Maybe more. So, who, how do y'all decide who does what? Like, do y'all all like collaborate on one page? Or do you... I'll let you tell us because I have no idea. Usually, Anna, Chris, and I get together and we're like, all right, so um, what's been going on lately? Like, what pages can we do? So we get together and we're like, okay, um, homecoming just happened. So we need to have a homecoming dance page, a homecoming spirit week page, and homecoming court page. And then we are like, okay, who can do the best job at this particular page? So we get together and we talk about well, we don't talk about all the staff members, but we talk about like strengths and weaknesses of each staff member. And we're like, okay, um, like maybe let's just use Bailey Milner, for example. She's been on the staff for four or five years. We'll be like, all right, um, Bailey is great at sports photography and she's awesome at building sports pages. So she should do volleyball. And then like, okay, like Clay is awesome at you know, the homecoming court page. So she's going to do that. And um, so we get together and we discuss, like, who's going to be great at building and designing which page. And we give them their assignments, usually on a Monday. And we're like, okay, you need to have a layout of your page by Friday, which is kind of, you're essentially building the page, but there's no pictures on it. So how long does it take to, you know, build a page usually? Um... Like, if you have the pictures and everything um, ready to go, how long would it take you to put it together? It's different for everyone. For me, it usually takes four or five days. We try to give everybody a deadline of one week, but to really perfect a page, it'll take two weeks. And there's, like, well over 100-something pages. There's 208 pages. 208 pages. So, I mean, that's a lot of work. Yeah. So how, I mean, how often do y'all turn, y'all, there's a yearbook that comes out every year, so when do y'all start working on it, and when do y'all finish it, usually? We start in August. Um, before we start building pages, we need to decide, like, what software we're going to use, and that's, like, the company who is um, printing our yearbook. Um, so we have to decide that. You have to decide the fonts that you're going to use, the colors that you're going to use, you have to decide a theme, a title for your yearbook, what the outside of the book is going to look like. So really, a lot goes into it. Um, I think this year, because it's the 150th year of St. Joe, um, our theme is through the years, and we're doing um, all blue and gold colors. And it's going to be it's going to be a fun yearbook, but it's going to be very classic. I like that. I think that's yeah. gonna be. I think that's gonna be cool, especially to celebrate, um, you know, the 150 years. This yeah. is the Saint Joe's 150th year to be Saint Joe, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I think we're gonna recreate some old pictures and use that for our our section dividers in the yearbook. Oh, that'll be cool. Yeah. So, I mean, what else does yearbook do? Do y'all do anything but the yearbook? Is it just yearbook? Like y'all have any other? Yeah. Okay. Things? So. Everybody in yearbook um, has to be involved in photography. Um, And this is something that people really overlook. Um, Everybody in yearbook, they are always taking pictures for everything. Every single sporting event, every single dress uniform mass, every 
you know, like college fair. Like you have to be taking pictures because, you know, not only are they for the yearbook, but someone might need them for the newspaper or the alumni magazine or the website or the Bruin Buzz. Like you have to always be taking pictures at every single event because you never know what's going to happen. Um, you, just, you have to be prepared in yeah. case you know, something did happen. It's got to be in the yearbook. Yeah, you've got to be there on time, and you have to make sure that someone or maybe two people are there with a camera catching all the action. So how much do you, do you, would you say that you all spend more time taking pictures or more time building pages? I would say it's equal. Um, Bailey Miller and Sydney Shoemaker are our photo editors, which means that they are in charge of making sure everybody is taking pictures where they're supposed to be. And they, I think they take the most pictures. They produce excellent work, but they're in charge of making sure that all events are covered. Okay, so y'all do have like a schedule of who's covering what event and who's doing this and that. Yes. And then from there, so if you cover an event, say you came and covered a swim meet. Mm-hmm. Would you definitely do the swim page? Is that how it works? No. No. Not okay. necessarily. Usually, um, okay, so we have someone that's working on the volleyball page. Um, let's say they don't have a lot of pictures for their page at the moment, but nobody else is scheduled to take pictures at a volleyball game. Usually they'll go and take some pictures because it's their page and it's their work. And you do get graded on your pages. Um so it varies sometimes you have to go and take pictures for your page if there aren't any but usually people are scheduled to go and take pictures beforehand that makes sense yeah so i mean just because you you know do a page doesn't mean you took those pictures yes all right it depends so i mean what do you love about your book um well Last year was my first year on the staff, and I'd always been interested in your book. I love being creative, and I love creating things that people are going to look back on. And I was a little unsure about it when I first joined because it's kind of high pressure, but, you know, it's very worthwhile, and it's fun. And I like it a lot because, you know, it teaches you a lot about deadlines, which are very like apparent in the real world like when you're working right of course like you've got to be able to meet your deadlines yeah you gotta you know get your stuff done on time which is also what i love about journalism is it's really taught me deadlines i have to produce this show every week yeah you've been doing journalism um, for a long time this is my third year in the class so i mean when i started out i was just doing radio which is kind of tough because you got to have scripts ready and yeah always have something to say and that's, when I say radio, I'm talking about the uh, broadcast. Now I'm doing this radio show, which is 30 minutes long. I have to turn it around every week. Yeah, this is like your is, thing. Yeah, this is my this is this show is kind of you know my little red wagon. Yeah. Started it, and I'm gonna be sad when I have to you know hand over the microphone next year when I graduate. Yeah. But um, and that's another thing that like, you can really leave your mark in journalism. <laughs> that was our theme last year for our yearbook See, that just I came knew out. That. I just kind of. Play on words. Yeah, sort of. So, I mean, you can really leave, like, a like a legacy, which mm-hmm. is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, you know, the thing about your book is everybody thinks that, you know, it's, like, one big group project. And in some ways it is, but really, you know, 
one person at a time will be building certain pages. So like you can open a yearbook and let's just say you're looking at the football spread, which is like the football page. Um, and you could be like, oh, like all these people contributed, but usually it's it's one person working on the page and then like another person will go and just like check to make sure everything's in line and spelled correctly. Um, and that's another thing that I like is you have um, free creativity. Right. All right, well, Clay, that's going to be all the time that we have. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much for being on the show this week. I love being on the show. You've been listening to The Brew and Buzz Live on WJXCLP, Jackson, Mississippi Catholic Radio, 107.9 FM. This show is a production of the St. Joseph Catholic School Journalism Department under the advisory of Mr. Terry Castorino. The Brew and Buzz Live is made possible by Doug Thomas Percussion, Bank Plus, Bell Brothers Inc., Blanchard Group, Brad Miller EXP Realty, Brent's Drugs, Brunini Grantham, Grower and Hughes, Clements Realty, The Crest Group, Commercial Real Estate, CrossFit Fossil Fuel, John B. Stewart, Real Estate Appraiser and Consultant. This show is copyright 2019 by Bruin Broadcasting Network and the St. Joseph Catholic School, 308 New Mansdale Road, Madison, Mississippi, 39110. Until next week, this is Jack Clements signing off, and as always, go Bruins.